Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his dear, dear, hungover and tired and exhausted pal, Dave Damashek. Yes, I'm there too, except for the hungover part. We are, co- I mean, this could be a very entertaining show or just a, a zilch of a show as we're coming off a weekend in Las Vegas. We celebrated big, bigly. What was it, Shaq? Three nights? I don't even, I don't even remember how many nights it is, but here we are Monday morning, not feeling great. First of all, don't you put that evil on me about oh. being hungover. That was you. <laughs> I watched you drink the, the alleged non-drinker. I watched him in the middle of Saturday drink a, like, three sips of a Kahlua colada, which is a variation on a pina colada. That was a, a terrible drink. I, now, I don't drink. I know I'm, I don't know if we're going to lose um, our few listeners here by me saying I don't drink, but I don't I just never got into it. I don't even have an excuse for not drinking. Like I sit around with the, the Little League baseball dads like, how come you don't drink? I'm like, yeah, I just don't like it. And I see they they inch further and further from me, but I don't really just don't like it. I have these other vices, but I'm like, Shaq, here we are Saturday. We're by the pool. Sheck loves his day drinking. I'll try a colada now and then, but you what you you recommended this Kahlua thing. It was the sweetest. It's like drinking maple syrup. It was terrible. All right. Well, don't don't shoot the messenger. I can't help it how they how they made it. You're right. It was overly sweet, usually delicious. But listen, we have a lot to talk about. Summer yes. vacation is officially over. No more jive. We can wash off the stink of baseball and only baseball and some team handball or whatever the hell else is going on over in Tokyo. Um, Mm. Football is here, Sal. Preseason, all right. We can pay attention to it as much as, you know, the Rubes like to. But that's the big news. But, of course, the the grand weekend in Las Vegas. What a Mm. wonderful time. A celebration of uh, one of the all-time greats, uh, Cousin Sal. Oh. Um, Really, just a magnificent weekend. Great thanks to you. To uh, to the misses, to your um, your dad Jimmy Kimmel, and everybody else that gathered around, it was just a magnificent weekend in celebration of you. As I said to you at um, quarter after five a.m., I'm glad that you get to feel. I think you know it's kind of like a wake or something like that. You'll yeah. you, you, you'll say, you think like the only shame is that he wasn't here to hear what everybody thought of him when he was still alive. I feel right. like it was nice that you got <laughs> a wake. A week long wake, a weekend long wake of celebration, so that you know how many great people, and there were not counting myself, how many of the funniest people in the world and and uh, best people in the world all gathered round in the epicenter of COVID nineteen, just to <laughs> in in the height of summertime and uh, the every region in America. When you travel around America. Yeah. What re- what is revealed, and I even went to Pittsburgh, PA earlier this summer, and I was reminded, like, yeah, even my beloved homeland has some percentage of gross people, of, like, real weirdo, real socially dysfunctional sorts. Mm-hmm. And in Las Vegas, they all gather together into one place. <laughs> they all are there for you, on display for you, like a, like a zoo of weirdos. And, it really uh, was. And we all got together there, and I was glad you got to see how important you are. Well, you are the you. great uniter. In a way, Vegas <laughs> unites all the weirdos, and then Sal united all of his weirdos um, to right. roast him, 
and other and celebrate him. And it was just a, a, a marvelous and uh, and swell, swell time. Well, and it was I'm glad uh, one to remember for all of time. Thank you. And I I, uh, I was amazed uh, that, uh, that everyone, like 90 percent of those who said yes, even uh, showed up because with the covid going down and everything, it was really weird because. You know, you and I and our friends, a lot of us turned 50 within the last year. So I wanted to make it really less about me. I know it was all about me, but I wanted to make it less. I was like, this is a nice thing. After a year of COVID, everyone could just let it loose. Right. And we had looked forward to this for the longest time. And then I felt like, oh, wow. As we neared this second, third, fifth wave, whatever it is of the Delta variant, I'm like, now this represents something different. Now this is like, okay, let's really go crazy. Let it all hang out. Because we don't know if we're going to be able to do this again, right? Like it kind of took on new meaning two weeks ago. It's like, oh shit. And people went nuts. Now for us, we've been doing this on Zoom for a year. And obviously, Sheck, I've known you for over 20 years now. But some of uh, the Extra Points gang had not met. This was the first time. Um, I want to talk about that real quick. Your your first impressions. Now I'm meeting like Eddie Spaghetti for the, for the first time. Other I want to hear about that. By the way, this gathering... Yeah. God yes. weighed in on the on the wisdom of doing it within the middle, as we say, poolside, this wonderful thing, uh, you know, Saturday, you know, world of possibilities and right in the middle of it in Las Vegas in late July. Thunderstrike. <laughs> yeah, it was that good. Good call. <laughs> getting together, everybody. That's what I think of what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, you got to see Eddie Spaghetti. Well, the we're in a bar. Yeah, we went. Yes, we, we were in the sports book. And then we moved to a bar the first night. And we're talking about it, it was me and the degenerate trifecta. Mikey Meatballs was there. And, and I think Joel was there, Solomon. And we said, we're talking about seeing people that we haven't met for the first time. And we're like, spaghetti. And uh, I think Brother Bry's like, I think he's like goes 230. I'm like, oh, no, no, I see him. He's like a slender, muscular guy. He's like, I think he's 6'1", like 195 or something like that. And then Mikey Meatball's like, well, there he is right there. And in walks a young Lou Ferrigno. And he's, <laughs> he's too, I mean, he's, he's a, I mean, you didn't tell me, Shaq. He's a monster of a being, right? Like 240 well, he goes. Let me say this about yeah. Eddie Spaghetti. I've known him now, I think, for five years. Is that about right, Eddie Spaghetti? November 2016, yeah. A little too specific. That's a little obsessive that you know. Well, it's, it's, it's the when I moved to Los Angeles. Right. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I hadn't seen Eddie Spaghetti in about 18 months myself because of uh, because of right. COVID. And uh, maybe, you know, a month or so ago, me and Matt Money Smith, um, one of our favorites, uh, yeah. got together with Eddie Spaghetti um, for the first time in a year and a half. And when he walked in, Money and I both were like, what in hell? And we mm. already knew what he looked like. Something has happened to him during COVID. And it's a mystery because yeah. he either has been used his his free time to to do a lot of bench, inclined bench press and otherwise, or he's gotten very, very fat. And oh. it's, a, it's weird because you can't tell. I don't know. Is he fat or is he in super well, good no, jacked I, up I, shape? I, I mean, having not seen him, I... Presented himself as a hulking figure, much more, uh, much more muscular than I thought, and uh, like a force to be reckoned with. What did you think, Joel? Saw babyface when you saw spaghetti. And this was a career highlight for me. I couldn't wait to to meet Eddie, but I, I honestly didn't recognize him with sleeves because right. we only see him without sleeves. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to come to the fancy dinner like Charlie Sheen in Major League with just ripped off 
sleeves on his jacket. <laughs> right. But he, uh, <laughs> honestly, probably the biggest guy there after Jeff Schwartz. It was Jeff Schwartz and Eddie. I think so. Unless you count Harry's brother. I mean, he's a big guy. You can't, there's no yeah. denying he's big, but I'm, I'm not sure he's hitting the incline uh, bench press as much. Unless, uh, yeah, you don't even do on slot machines. You don't even pull it anymore. He's just hitting the button. But yeah, it was so very was- much like, remember before the days of interleague play in baseball? Mm-hmm. And it was always, that was one of the great joys to me about being a sports fan was like right. the fall classic was like, the Yankees and Dodgers look at their uniforms on the field together. It's weird. It's a trip. It was the same thing. Like Jeff Schwartz and Harry in the same room was, was, <laughs> was shocking to me. I was like, do you think you could block Harry? And, he's like, and Jeff Schwartz, cause he has to revert back into being offensive lineman meathead right. mentality. And he's like, Oh, I could handle him easily. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know you could handle the, uh, the 40 something year old, uh, fat guy Schwartz. <laughs> Because you're a he 30 year old fat guy, but anyway, no, great yeah. to see Schwartz. Yeah, and spaghetti. Oh, what a time! Well, spaghetti, you're yeah, you're good until we start testing for steroids, and then we're gonna have to figure something out for you. But there was spaghetti. Who else did I meet? Oh, uh, Rob Parker, Martin Martin Weiss, black. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. I was happy to see it, but uh, Babyface Solomon, you got to give me a heads up. How am I supposed to know? I mean, Martin Weiss is a Jewish name, isn't it? I don't know. I'm, I'm kidding, of course. It was great seeing that. I had met Rob Parker a million times before. We had a shared a dressing room. I watched him change almost every day at uh, FS1. But uh, And I'd met Martin before, too. It was good seeing them. Jen Piacenti I met for the first time. What about you, Sheck? First impressions? Anyone bigger or smaller or any, anything? Mikey Meatballs was, uh, was in fact, bigger than I expected him to be. Okay. Taller, more jacked up kind of a guy. Right. Um, yeah. Brother Bry, super tall compared yeah. to, to Darren. So it was, right. a, it was a weird, yeah, that was weird familial stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I love, you know, I love also, without getting too deep in the weeds, some people had babies there. There was one baby there. and. I, you know, again, mm. how smart it is to bring a little baby. I don't know, but it was wonderful. I, I couldn't, ha- I, I, I was distracted from all the, the, uh, hilarious conversations. I had to go and smell a baby and it, uh, was, it smelled as delicious. <laughs> that baby was around. I was, I was asking its parents, can I smell your baby? Cause you can't hold a baby cause of COVID. <laughs> they don't want you to hold it, but they will right. let you smell it. And so I was, I found myself like a, a, a terrible one time, uh, late night, um, comedy bit can i smell your baby what is going on with that well, that's another conversation for another time but what goes on with how babies smell like gingerbread it's I not the creams and and soaps or whatever that you use them it's, it's inexplicable i want somebody who knows about stuff to explain to me why human babies smell delicious well she's not eligible for fruit of the year which by the way you, you think you think you could curtail the fruit of the year talk i walk by you and corolla and uh, my cousin jimmy and you're talking about the, the effing peach again again you're talking about the peach these are people you haven't seen in forever and you're you're promoting the peach as if uh you you're you're the heir to the peach right what, what well, goes on with you well yeah you know because um because your friend Adam Carolla has taken the public forums of late to disparage the peach as some sort of what? negative symbol of America is his, his thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know why he's like, ah, that's been representative of ah, our society is the peach. <laughs> it looks good. But then when you get into it, it's all, I'm like, 
the hell are you talking about? The why uh, the yellow peach is having a banner summertime, sir. <laughs> and so I just stopped to deliver that message to him, and then we fell down the rabbit hole of there you, uh, go. you know Rainier cherries and Kimmel trying to advocate for the plum. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. He does love the plum. He All loves right, well, a plum, but it's a fruit world. Well, fine, move on. So we yeah, should so talk I have to sports. stop down. Let we him should know. talk sports. We'll sprinkle in some party talk along the way. I I, I only want to get to it because I don't. I really might fall asleep here. I'm losing steam already. I haven't. My voice uh, and everyone else is a mess. The Olympics though are still going on. Check. I don't know if you've saw. You've seen it now with I all did. the traveling. I haven't been able to keep track except for my. Bets here. Now, the medal count, as it is uh, Monday morning, 64-62, we have the lead over China. And when I say we, I, I mean America, even though I bet Mexico yesterday in a soccer game. But anyway, uh, gold medal, this is what I'm interested in because I bet U.S. to have the most gold at minus 350, another dumb sal bet. We're down 29-22 to China. Now, I know we have all the racing events, and is there some swimming? I don't know. I was looking at it, and there, there are about... 10 or 12 that were favored to win. But what the hell is going on here? Our, our gold medal over under count is going to go way under. I think it was like 47 and a half or something. But we have to have the most golds, right? It's not the most medals. It's, it's most golds. Yeah, it, it's a bad look. And I also, that, but it's also a little unfair because our best sport, I think, is basketball. Mm -hmm. And you only get the one gold at the end of it. You have to play all these games and everything, and but it only equals the one gold. And then there are other events or whatever disciplines that, like, you get, you can win seventeen. Yeah, well, swimming. Well, we definitely time. took advantage of that in swimming. Well, which it's gold after gold after gold. It's not fair, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. And then what happened with this uh, baby face? We had what was it? The high jump? We shared the goal. Yeah, goal? that was weird. What was it? You, you asked. That's what I don't think. Oh, it wasn't us. It was oh, Qatar, I didn't even get that. Qatar right, okay. and uh, maybe Italy. They, that, yeah. Oh, all right. So that doesn't. That yeah. I don't care about that. But the U.S. women's soccer team out versus Canada. It happened in the middle of the night. Um, I I just read the quick blurb. ESPN says we weren't clicking, we weren't aggressive, and the girls weren't having fun. So there you go. That that's I guess the thing. Uh, it seemed like Rocky training for clubber the first time, right? Um, mm -hmm. kind of yeah, good comparison, right. right? And then, then it came uh, time to slug it out, and they didn't have it. And check, I was telling you during the party, Canada's four-player diamond midfield, don't take it for granted, and now the women are out. Yeah, you remember my powerhouse 17-minute uh, response to you, and I think I disabused you of any notions. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I, I The whole... It, it, it all has a weird vibe to it that it's, as always, people always bellyache about the tape delayed stuff. In the age of the internet, what are we doing? Well, really, what are we doing with the uh, Olympic coverage? Yeah. Um, and my big solve, though, as I told you, is, I, I you know, I'm philosophically against the U.S. sending. I mean, now the, the women's soccer team has achieved the same place in terms of marketability and uh, right. endorsement opportunities and it's a distraction and the mm -hmm. same thing about like why our like lebron's not there but we send we got to stop with this nba stuff my idea is sal as i told you i really and i'm sincere about this i think that if you win the national championship in basketball at the collegiate level your mm -hmm. reward part of your reward should be you get to go play in the olympics wouldn't that be cool if baylor that is fun we're sending team baylor to go play in the olympics and then it's like 
all right, if we lose, so what? Like, it's just one college team. But if we win, like, we get the laugh at the rest of the world for four years. Like, I we know, just had one college so team and beat you. Uh, it doesn't temper the celebrations. They're, they're in Perth Square. I don't even know if Perth Square agrees. You, you think they're jumping up and down, boozing it up. Australia wins the gold. And then one guy turns to another, like, whoa, 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 slow down. This wasn't the best the U.S. has to offer. This was just their college team. Ah, it doesn't work like that. I don't like to see the other country celebrate. I don't think there'd be that realization, except for a little uh, side joke we have here that we didn't send our best. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I guess you're right. I guess you're, the yeah, Milwaukee Bucks fans aren't lamenting like, like yeah, right. but if Anthony Davis would have been healthy, we wouldn't have been cutting down the nets this year. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Now that said, men's basketball tonight, I think we could actually watch this live at a reasonable time on the West Coast. The U.S. is minus 12 and a half over Spain. Over under is 179 and a half. We'll have our picks in a minute on that. Uh, we beat Spain 83-76. Um... I, you know, we've not looked great. I think, are we going to be, are we going to be able to see this, Joel? I think, not, someone do the math on this. 1240 Eastern AM Tuesday means that we will see this 940 tonight, Monday, correct? I think we're actually going to be able to see this. Uh, it was a bad draw. We could have played, had we played better in the exhibitions, we could have played one and two Germany team. But for God's sakes, can we beat Marcus Gasol and Ricky Rubio? I mean, can we do it? Check what what goes on. Why are well, we being first of all, tip of the uh, of uh, Uncle Sam's big red, white, and blue um, top hat to me and Eddie Spaghetti because we inspired uh, the men's basketball team after their um, nice embarrassing opening. There, we challenged them by saying we're going to take what we do Iran. We pretended like we were going to bet on Iran. You took them plus forty one or forty six. Right. What was and we it? wanted to embarrass 41? them. Yeah, 41. it was something. It was something heavy like that. And we we <clears> so we said like we're gonna what we're gonna do. We're gonna take Iran. And this this jabbed them in the buttocks, the mm -hmm. Team USA, and they felt shame. And so then they said we gotta we gotta prove something to the world and Daddy Spaghetti, who is as big as the world. And, um, and, and, and so they did. And, you know, now I think you're right that, uh, you know, um, the 12 and a half is, uh, you want to take team USA in that one. It is a funny thing. Like you say, Ricky Rubio and Luca probably is looming on the horizon. It is an inversion of the Kurt Rambis paradox theory mm -hmm. of mine, which is that, you know, the Kurt Rambis wouldn't be on, wouldn't get uh any minutes on a bad nba team but on a good team if you say just play one dimensional ball he right. can be very valuable the opposite of that is there are guys who are scorers who aren't good enough to get into the lineup on uh, an nba team but they can if they get a ton of volume if they get to take 25 shots in an international game against the u.s team it's like oh yeah they have a hot hand they yeah they're good enough to fill it up that's what's been happening um, for some of these nations, I don't think Ricky Rubio is cut out to do that to Team USA. Well, Ergo, yeah, Spain, Spain has to use all 11. They have to rotate. They have to slow right. the game down. That's how it's going to happen. But I, I kind of feel like we're getting into our, our niche here. Jason Tatum averages close to 17. Giroux Holiday, who obviously got over there late, 14 rebounds in the last few games, last three games. And Zach Levine, when Zach Levine has the most assists on this team with 16, like, all right, for God's sakes, it's Zach Levine. Everybody else step up, too, and let's send a message in this quarterfinal game, and then I think we play Australia again. That's another bet I have, but this is a heftier bet, minus 700 from the beginning of the tournament, <clears throat> that the U.S. would uh, have, have raised the gold. Do you raise the gold? I don't know. You don't even raise the gold. You step on a podium or something. 
which yeah, we learned you swing from it around Carola. your head like this. Yeah. Yes, we learned from Corolla. The podium is is not set up correctly. It's the it's uh, the the height is all the fuck. Well, he's height. right. You know yeah. what? When he's right, he's right. Absolutely, <clears throat> it should yeah. be like steps. It should be bronze, and then one step up silver and then up step above that gold why is it even why are we why are we uh uh putting the the silver and bronze people on the same level not fair to the you. silver people it doesn't make sense by the way i looked into you can get an olympic medal for cheap you could really hmm. get you could now you can't get bill russell's gold you can't get that for you know 18 dollars. but and and it makes sense right how much do these people have in way of endorsement deals 20 years you know, five Olympics after they're removed, you could get gold medal. I, I have to read the article, but you can get a gold medal for like $600. You might like find something in the store and, and like it anyway. But imagine that there's the gold medal. There's the uh, athletic prowess attached to it. So maybe we buy a gold medal. Like like I said, we're not getting any of the dream. I like that anything. very much. Um, yeah. Also, uh, our uh, 21 dealer, he had a gold medallion yes. himself. Maybe you could just buy that. Um, we have to get. Yeah, we have to get to the bottom of that mystery. Yeah, he had Sorry, three inside of them joke by the time there, we but... were done. Yeah, he he had a my god. Black Why couldn't he take our? We sat down with him late at night to mm -hmm. punctuate a wonderful weekend and and right. play some twenty one, and uh, we we I mean the instructions couldn't have been clear. DJ, we're here mm -hmm. to have a nice time. Let's have fun and let's no. all win. And he did the opposite. He Crushed. he won. Which was not, which was not our Crushed goal. Us. It, I think this is like a dozen trips to Vegas in a row where I've not won playing blackjack. Just, just terrible. But not anyway. nice at all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyhow, yeah. I think if you wanted to buy a gold medal, I don't know what the gold medal market is like. But my assumption is, is that you go to like Michael Phelps because he, you'd get a much better deal on. Oh, one. he has like he's got a lot. He has of like them, 190 yeah. of them. He's like, yeah, I'll give you one for five bucks. But like, yeah. you know, Michael Jordan be like, I only have the one, you know. No, but babyface, look into this. I've read an article and I was bleary eyed. I, I could barely say this morning, but I, I really think uh, like I, that might be like the extra points uh, Christmas gifts. I might get everyone a gold medal and I present you with one check. And I was like, this is a guy. He was a, a high jumper from Hungary in 1958. And his family has nothing. And we, you know, I won't tell you, or maybe I will tell you how much we got it for, but nice. Everybody walking around the party with gold medals, wouldn't it? That's a, yeah, fa fantastic. Da, da. Yeah. yeah, we would all feel special. Play Thank nice you. Music. Thank you in advance for that. You got it. All right. I'm, I want to look into that. All right. NFL. But, right in my, but, but my theory is correct, right? Like Evan Fournier, I don't understand how you don't check uh, him and take him away. Uh, but like, like, well, he's the only guy who can hurt us. But come on, if you I don't know. have that on the international team, uh, uh, international opponent, that's the one way to beat them is to have a guy who's NBA level perimeter score who just is hot that day. If you don't I won't have expect that. anything. Exactly. Evan Fournay went for 68 points. He was 22 for 23 from behind the arc. And I was like, all right, whatever. We couldn't win that game. That's it. That's the only ex explanation for losing five, a five on five tournament against these other teams. I, I can't take it anymore. Step up, make a statement. U.S. minus 12 and a half against Spain in the quarterfinals. Now, NFL, Tom Brady threw a temper tantrum Shaq. This morning. This. I think this oh, was this correctly. morning, right? Tampa yeah. Bay practice. Aaron Rodgers threw one every every day for the last yeah. six months. So this is refreshing. He tagged him in, right? He's like, my turn now. Um, he was about to get sacked. Let me see this article. He's about to get sacked a couple of times. Now that you can't sack him, right? You can't touch the quarterback in, in any of these um preseason um excursions here. I have to, I want to see exactly what happened. He got mad and he punted the ball 
40 yards, they said. Now, that's the only thing I don't like about this because he's superhuman in every uh, aspect, right? Mm -hmm. But he punted the ball 40 yards, started screaming at the team, um, cussing, throwing his helmet. It was 11-on-11 drills. He's 43. Got to make an effing play when you're tired, fellas, he said. And uh, just, uh, I love it. I love everything about it. I really do. Because who really wants to see uh, outside of Tampa Bay fans? It's great. Even if you love Brady, you got to see some conflict. If you love Brady, no one wants to see him go 17-0 and breeze his way through the playoffs, right? We got to, at this point, good. You got everything. And By the way, I just like to not see him happy once in a while. Yeah, but the other side of this is that I, I, I'm not sure why it flows this way in my head, at least. I don't know how the rest of the football following community kind of absorbs all this stuff. I somehow am able to kind of not consider um, Tom Brady uh, on a daily basis. I get distracted by well, Matt Stafford's with the Rams and look out. Well, Rogers is back. Look out for Green Bay. They're ready to roll. Redemption story and all that. I mean, are we, am, am I just, the, the, they're going to win the Super Bowl again because this is what no, Tom Brady not. is every day. This is what Tom Brady is every day. And this is why coaches love him. And it's why you, we can hear about like, that guy can throw a ball 95 yards from his knees. It's like, so what? Mm. Tom Brady is super, super competitive and is a pain in the ass every day. And this, um, this ends up making the difference over uh, the long haul of a pro football season. And I was, I was thinking about that yesterday in my long drive. Cause everybody keeps talking about, you know, the whole weekend in, in Vegas, of course, little side conversations with, with everybody about like, what do you think about this division? What do you think about that? It's like, Tampa Bay has Vita Vea. Do we forget about like the dominance of that defense and how good that's going to be? Like, are we, are yeah. we well, distracting ourselves with jive? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, but this I mean, temper tantrum, I, I, I'm with you, but they did have to get lucky to get there too. I have every team. Has to I get know, a little lucky. but that's the story of the Patriots for 20 years no, too. Know. Like, Oh, the play there, there would have been team blank instead of the Patriots, but it's uh, Tom Brady more often than not is the one that ends up winning. Sure. I guess this is, Good news. And Joel, though, go ahead. Uh, we just saw Babyface Joel just uh, dropping a line while we were kibitzing about Brady. Go ahead there, Sal. Tell us the what is news. this? Oh, about what did he say? Something about Wentz. Update oh, yeah, this is Spaghetti saying this. Yeah, uh, Schefter says Wentz is undergoing foot surgery. Could be up to 12 weeks. Wow, yeah, so I wanted to jump into this. Oh, sorry, um, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, they had said this foot injury was going to cost him maybe the first month of the regular season. Then he said he was going to rest in rehab. And uh, I, we didn't know what that meant, but and by the way, I'm rooting. I, I don't shouldn't care too much about the AFC South, but I have to root against Clay Travis, a man who you met this weekend. You you, you don't like it. You, he's a charming guy, right? You don't want to admit it, but you could have talked very, to him for hours. Yeah, play. Yeah, very. Uh, yeah, a, a, a <laughs> disarming, charming yes. fella. But I did tell him, listen, maybe I it was because I ingratiated it myself to him by letting him know. That, that for better or worse, the Tennessee Titans are now a tremendous value at plus 1700. Get it with this breaking news about Carson Wentz's broken foot. Yeah. This now greases the skids for the Titans to get the number one seed in the AFC. Jump on it now. By the time you hear this, I hope it's still at uh, plus 1700. This is 
the, to put it into perspective, the Denver Broncos are plus 1,400 to be the number one seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The tennis, what what goes on that, that was, the, the Titans are behind that? So this is for number one, for number one number seed? For number one seed, they seed, are I'm not 17 saying, to one. Keep for, in mind, it is not who's the best team in the conference. It's who has the easiest path to the number one yeah, seed. And that crap, is the Tennessee right. Titans right now. You're right. All right. And so that that is a good bet now. Jump on that on Fandle. Shit, I hate that this Titans team is going to be 17 to 1. Let's break it down further. Conference, 13 to 1 to win the AFC. Division, for God's sake, Shaq, they're a they're minus 110 now to win this division. The Colts were favored a little bit. Now the Colts are plus 145. And I'll tell you what, though, this flies in the face of your um quarterback saturation theory. This, I'm going to make a statement here. This may be the worst starting quartet for a division ever entering a season. Hmm. Now, we got Ryan Tannehill. Uh, uh, Great. If you stack up his stats for the last few years, they're probably top five or six compared to everybody else. But he's still Ryan Tannehill. Let's not forget. Then you got Trevor Lawrence, who's never played a professional game. Supposed to be great down the road, whatever. Then you got for the Houston, it's going to be either Ty Taylor or Davis Mills. And for these Colts, it's going to be Eason, Ellinger, or who'd they pick up? Hunley, the UCLA kid? This is terrible. And to your point, it's a lot of easy wins on the Titans schedule. But what kind of division is this heading into September? Well, first of all, we're just now into August, Sal. By the end of it, I suspect that my QB saturation theory will be proven true because there are a ton of QBs out there. People floating Gardner Minshew's name. The the name (laughs) that... I know it's ridiculous. That that makes that quartet better, but throw his name in there. Yeah. All right. Well, you're being a little cynical. It's Trevor Lawrence. After all, we don't know what he's going to be, but we can expect that he'll be good. Right. And, and, but the guy that the Colts actually should go get in my book is, I don't know how he fits exactly with Frank Reich and what he wants to do, but Marcus Mariota would be a suitable replacement. Well, that's at least a great storyline with an FU to uh, Tennessee, right? If he actually ends up being good. Yes. Correct. And, and, you know, they're, they're, I, I, I guess sort of uninspired, but he he is a Super Bowl champion after all. You could go get Nick Foles if you want to. Yeah. Or the way the way out for Matt Nagy, who screwed up by announcing, well, Andy Dalton's our starter, which is just talk about uninspired. If you're a Chicago Bears fan, you got to just be like, what in the hell, man? Just stop the jive. Just let's start the kid, Justin Fields, and let us win rookie of the year. And by the way, Justin Fields is the best bet still to win Rookie of the Year because that will not last long with Andy Dalton. But why give away a game or two early in the season like that? Just start Justin Fields. Get the start the clock now. But Andy Dalton, go get him as a for instance. There are any number of guys you could go get. And you know, would it be the end of the way like Mason Rudolph? Like, how about that? Go trade for him for real. I, I, fine, but I don't get excited by any of these names, and I, I fall into the trap of like you're you're as good as your last act. I think Mariota played for the Raiders, right? Last year, had that Thursday yeah. night game, and, and he was good. Like, well, that's the thing. Like out of all those names, only he had one or two good games to end what we saw of his career, right? Like, oh, you want to get that? extreme? Do Cam extreme. Newton? They would never do Cam Newton, <clears throat> but I'm no, just saying there would. there are guys now yeah. that that. But to prove my overarching point, there are plenty of guys around that that. T- 10 years ago that's you know, fine. the season's over that's I mean, fine I but, uh, but they're still of- gonna end with a, a similar quartet to what i just named there i mean i guess houston is also i mean ty taylor davis i don't, I don't know what they're doing parading um 
Deshaun Watson on the field. There's a chance he plays in September. I, I don't. I, this is I because no nobody wants to talk about it. It's like mentioning. Uh, I'm not saying this is true of Deshaun Watson, but then again, I don't want to put myself in a position of somehow uh, accidentally defending it. I don't know what's going on, so nobody wants to talk about it. But it is kind of like talking about Hitler. It's kind of like no, oh. don't ever mention it because right. it's just bad. There's nothing good that comes out of it, but. Really, what, what's going to be with this guy? This is one of the, like, uh, you know, seven months ago, it was, boy, we got to, I don't know why we're so empathetic about professional athletes at this mm -hmm. point who are multimillionaires. I mean, I the, the idea that, like, we got to get Deshaun out of there. He's got, he deserves better than being on a bad team. Like, boo-hoo, right. Dame Lillard. What do you want me to tell you? That you're, you're getting paid millions of dollars to make the playoffs and maybe not get into the title game. Uh but really, what's going to be with one of the great talents in the sport? I don't know, but that's another piece of the. That, but to the larger point about the Titans, I mean that uh, the the Texans. Who, who's pick? When are you picking them to ever win a game this season? The, no, the, I know they're an underdog in fifteen games. I think they're bad. Um, the Jags will be intriguing to yes. watch, but they're not going to be dangerous. And if the Colts have. <laughs> Gardner Minshew or Jacob Eason at QB, it all equals Tennessee Titans. Celebrate, Clay Travis. You're going to win the well, title. What, what's the knock on the Titans? Their defense, right? They were 29th across all the metrics, all the big categories. So, okay, well, how do you you bring in Janoris Jenkins? You bring in these other guys. You got your guy from the Steelers. Who's thing is pass the rush, but they've yeah. addressed it. Yeah, you but know. you know what's nicer than any of that? Look, look who the opposing quarterbacks are. Uh, two times three is six times a year, right? That that's a that's a pretty good fix for your defensive problem facing tight. I know, but we Brett bet Hunger. on we we told you bet uh, we and, and and I was wrong. I said uh, bet uh, the the other for the Denver Broncos that it wouldn't be Drew Locke or uh, Teddy B. And by the way, there's another option for the Indianapolis Colts. You want a nice go get Teddy B. Now, how about I don't that? know you Let, can get these guys. I don't think you can sign like Jameis Winston off a team like that. Like all these uh, everyone. I don't think saying. you can get Jameis. I wouldn't be surprised. I would think you could go get uh, Teddy uh, B. I think you're... we'd have to look into this. But uh, oh, well, Schefter's reporting now the Colts just signed Adolf Hitler. Is it Adolf Hitler? <laughs> so? I don't know. We can't talk about it. What a disaster that division is all of a sudden. Let me tell you one more thing. Yeah. Because we didn't uh, kibitz about it. We didn't get a chance to last week. Again. I am always pro player. And so I say, like, I don't know where it came from that all of America now feels bad for guys who, like, all right, if you don't win the title, that's not the end of the world. Charles Barkley uh, turned out okay. You know, I'm sure Dan Marino probably mm -hmm. has a few dark moments of like, ah, I wish I would have won a Lombardi, but he probably still has a nice life nevertheless. Um, I think that, uh, I don't remember what I was even going to say, but go no, ahead. But, well, but we're, yeah. I know, we're in trouble. It's really like a lot of <laughs> comments from this weekend. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Is, go I was going to say, we're all, we're all the, like, the Green Bay Packers did Aaron Rodgers. He's right over my shoulder, and I couldn't even remember where I was going. Aaron Rodgers, I, I know that we have to like take this posture that we think because we're on social media together that we're friends with Aaron Rodgers or something, and mm -hmm. nobody wants to say anything that might upset Kevin Durant or whatever, but... Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was, I mean, let's, let's call a spade a spade. What an asshole. I mean, what, what are you doing, man? What are you, I, I, and I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers guy. I like his way. I like his sly sense of humor. And I like that. He's not I knew yelling it. at I knew guys like Tom Brady and all that, but what a jerk. Like, what, what are you doing? You go, who would want to live in this shit bag town? If it not, mm. if it weren't for me.
<laughs> That's right. not good, Aaron. What are you doing, man? Uh, it's not oh, nice to the people. That half hour, that half hour uh, press conference where they, he, you know, we get it. They didn't sign your buddies and you were upset. That's fine. I, I'd, I'd be mad too. But I, I want to do a lap here because 90% of the Fox Bet live talk with Clay Travis and Todd Furman and Rachel Bonetta about offseason football centered around um, Mac Jones getting selected third, which I said wasn't happening. And Aaron Rodgers going to Denver, which I said wasn't happening. So even more than winning the Fox Bet Live title, I uh, pride myself. And of course he was staying with the Packers. You know, but the Denver, I know Schlereth and we had him on. And he was very funny when we had him on uh, against the odds. I was like, whoa, you came out with this. This this is attached to you now. This rumor that Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. What happens if you're wrong? And he's like, what do you mean what happens if I'm wrong? What, is someone going to kick my ass? What do I care? It's like, yeah. All right, doesn't matter. No one's going to remember that Mark Schlaret said that or that he didn't sign with Denver or whatever. But the odds indicate, I'm like, everybody go bet Denver to make the playoffs at plus 152 if you really think Aaron Rodgers is going there. And no one that I know uh, really did. And now the Packers uh, in the driver's seat. What happened now? Kirk Cousins is um, it's COVID and, uh, or, or is it, he's in COVID protocol like that. They're going to win this division again. This is stupid. Yeah, well, now nah, uh, you're a little 2020 hindsight. Like, of course, Aaron Rodgers going back. That could have gone the other way. I, he could have retired. He wasn't going to Denver. I, I just thought retire or Green Bay. Now they're minus 270 to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, now it, what's done is done. So no need to repeat myself, but I'm going to repeat myself anyway on the wrong side of my defense is what I think is for real. I think Gutenkunst and Aaron Rodgers and everybody else involved close to it all understood one thing. And that's what swung it. Why Aaron Rodgers back at Green Bay? They all knew what was going to happen with Jordan Love. That's what that I think that that they think. I think that the Packers knew that Jordan Love in Week One uh, of the regular season was not going to be a suitable replacement for one of the three greatest in yeah. the Super Bowl era, and they all kind of understood that. And that's on uh, that's the thing that this all pivoted off. Well, but also they don't get to take advantage of the picks they were going to get from uh, Denver or whoever this year, right? So that would make it worse. Like trade them next year, they'll, they'll figure something out for next year. And yeah, of course the Packers want the MVP back on their team. It was Rodgers. I thought that wasn't going to get in on this. Is one of we we sometimes have. One big question. I like your time for going into yeah. the season. We there's one big question. Like, will mm -hmm. Chip Kelly's offense work in the NFL? Will Lamar Jackson in this offense succeed or fail? One mm. of the big Tom Brady in Tampa. Can he win without Belichick? All those big questions and where you come down on that should be remembered six months from now. We should all review. So let's get in and lock it in right now here, Sal. Yeah. Green Bay Packers. Are they the team to beat in the NFC this year? Are they the clear cut? Or could this get sideways? Could having Aaron Rodgers at odds with the Packers front office make it so that the Bears sneak through? I mean, the, the, like you say, Kirk Cousins, bad early returns here. Could the Vikes take advantage? Could the Bears maybe steal the division? Could yeah, Jared no. Goff make hay? I like the or Packers. This, I think if that's going to happen, it's in the Tampa Bay's division. I think it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to run through the uh, NFC South. And I don't know. I don't know if that's happening. I will say this. What's not going to happen, Shaq? The Cowboys winning the Super Bowl because uh, about a dozen people bought me a futures ticket while we were in Vegas on the Cowboys. Like, hey, here's $20 on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, no, don't do this. Now we're... I'm, I'm walking back with 10 or 12 tickets with the Cowboys win the NFC or the Super Bowl or Dak Prescott to win MVP. But I did make a couple of uh, 
Oh, forever can't wait well, to hear. Lamar Jackson at 15 to 1 to win uh, MVP. Two years Bad. removed from that. What do you Bad mean? Bet. He Bad won bet. it a couple years ago. What, what's the difference? Why? You know, you get a couple injuries. He's fifth on there. I like 15 to 1. As I said, people got me. Dak uh, Prescott. I'm looking at a lot of these. I, went, I don't uh, love. I don't know anything about, uh, as always. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about offensive line play. I see what the results are, but I couldn't assess individuals. But I do talk to people who do know about the individuals. Mm-hmm. And I, my takeaway is that Baltimore, who is built at with whether it's Joe Flacco or Lamar Jackson, the reason that they are perennial playoff contenders is because they're good at both uh, both ends of the line of scrimmage. They are not that on either side this year. There's questions about the offensive line, the pieces. I mean, Zeus Brown is gone, and oh well, it's well, fine. Wait a minute. They, you can't you can't tout the Steelers and say, "Yeah, there's questions about the Ravens' offensive line." You can't say the yes, Steelers I can. are going to get to ten wins. Why? Well, because can, the Steelers. That, yeah. Well, yes, I can. What, what was that you can supposed to be? I can't. I, no, I you can't. can't. I can't. Of course, I can't. Of course you're allowed. saying the words and the being recorded, and we'll and we'll let it fly on the internet. But so you can I, say I can't what you weigh want. in on because if the Steelers have a questionable one, I can't weigh in on anybody else's. That's how it works. No, I you think could like, say, yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, but I know t- you. I know you think the Steelers are going to be good. That's the part that you can't. That, no, I, I didn't say a goddamn thing about you the like Steelers being over anything. Nine I, wins or whatever it is, eight and a half. That's good. I don't know if that counts as good. That's the standard for them. Well, the standard I think the Ravens with, could win 11 and go 11 and six. And I think he'll be in the MVP. I think he'll be in the running at the top. But we see what he does. He could have a the thousand yard rushing year and everything else. But um, I bet that I bet Kyle Pitts, a once in a generation player at 10 to win 10 to one to win offensive rookie of the year. You think there's too many quarterbacks for a uh, non quarterback to get it right. I do, and I think you see uh, at least one candidate, maybe a couple at uh, at running back who are gonna, you know, get a ton of volume if nothing mm-hmm. else. And you know, it's a quarterback league, so I, I as, as I said a minute ago, right. Justin Fields mm-hmm. is my bet. But you right. know, Trevor Lawrence also. It's one of those things where we every one of the things we do every year is like, uh, well, he's a rookie. You got to give him time. That doesn't. At least in fantasy, for fantasy purposes, I don't know what the win total in Jacksonville is going to look like, but I bet Trevor Lawrence, uh, for all the hype around him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, generational, not since Andrew Luck and everything else, he probably is going to be a good value in your fantasy league, Trevor Lawrence, with the pass catchers he has and Herb wow. um, figuring you're gonna out. You're going to make things. him in a 10 player the team league? You're going to make him a starting quarterback? 12, 12 team, team league? league, and he runs a little bit too. So, yeah. um, He's got he's got his legs. He's gonna you, be, you forget the some of these teams score eight touchdowns a year. You know some of these bottom the cellar dwellers, right? So yeah, shitbag teams, not ones that have the first overall pick who's been yeah. hyped for five years is the the savior <clears throat> for for whatever team gets him. No, right, that's we'll Trevor see. Lawrence. The, the one sheet I had was I had I don't know I think my son Archie took it. He uh, Justin Jefferson to have the most receiving yards was like twenty to one. I like stuff like that. We like Jonathan Taylor. I think we mentioned ten. Yeah, we're gonna be talking football. For the next month, I'm very excited. We've hit August. It's August second now. John and Taylor was ten to one for rushing. I forgot who I took for passing. I I skipped on Dak, even though he was on pace for five thousand yards when he got hurt. But uh, there are some good notes. You just take take uh, it's like roulette, Shaq. You're getting like roulette type odds on some of these uh, big name quarterbacks, receivers, and running backs. It's gonna be awesome. The- 
The sweet yeah. spot is, and I mean, pretty uh, rudimentary, but of course, it's not just, you're not betting on who you think is the best quarterback. You're, te- you're right. betting on a guy who you know is going to have to throw the ball a lot because the exactly. defense is atrocious, but the guy is a, you know, is a big arm passer, Jameis mm-hmm. Winston type, uh, Justin Herbert, but this year he has a defense, so don't bet on Justin Herbert. Right. And even though he's knocking receivers down on 70-yard passes, that's great. Remember, the, the remember who told you? Remember who told you who's winning that division? Remember who's winning? It's not because of that. I'm not looking at that highlight as a reason. I told you many moons ago, and I stand by it. The Los Angeles Chargers will win the AFC West. Laugh now, but collect your money later. I'll tell you what. We're going to learn a lot by that first game. Chiefs home against the Browns. Obviously, they knocked the Browns out of the playoffs. It was Chad Henney, right, on the fourth and one. Marvelous play. We're going to learn a lot from just that game. I think I think we're going to see a blowout. I've not decided who is on the winning end of the blowout. You, as a Steelers fan, should hope that it's not the Browns with the W, but we're going to learn yeah. a lot. Maybe you're right. That team can't miss. Cleveland Browns. I mean, listen, I, as I keep telling people, yeah. like people... People are like, oh, I know you want to talk this in. They're like, you want to talk it up and to jinx them and everything. Like, listen, man, all I hear about is best front office in football, loaded roster. Talk about a first overall pick at this at sports most important position. A brilliant head coach. What could go wrong, Browns fans? Start the party now or continue it from last year because you want a wild card game. Keep don't the you roll think, going, everybody. Don't, now, I think a lot of people here remember you jinxing them, laughing at Miles Garrett. The, the the first time you don't care you're doubling up on it double well, down that, well i mean miles garrett you like that how about Jadavian Clowney too hey enjoy 2021 cleveland browns all fans right. this is your year this is it this He's is it, it i mean this was, it's all been night building up and this is it this is your moment good for you so much nfl to talk about let's jump into nba real quick lots of uh with the draft the trifecta and i got crushed what the hell the, I, I can't bet the draft anymore guys were going 12 picks after they were supposed to it was just really thrown at and we're barely paying attention that's about, that's at the exact moment we met eddie spaghetti so i really couldn't even uh pay attention to my losses i was so thrown by the monstrosity that is uh one eddie spaghetti but russell westbrook went to the lakers <laughs> i think we should as LA fans, we should be more excited about this than we did this. This went under the radar when it happened. They're plus 440 to win the title. Only the Nets plus 220 are ahead of them. I think it's huge in that the Lakers don't necessarily lose a game when LeBron and AD are out if Russell Westbrook's play, right? Now, obviously, in the past, when, when AD and LeBron were out, didn't play, the Lakers didn't have a chance to win. Now they can win probably a majority of the games when those two are out. If you put an over-under on how many games those three play together, probably 26 and a half. I don't have high <laughs> I mean, hopes. That really is a... I don't have uh, high hopes for that. Yeah, well, especially with load management before right. you even get into load management. Yeah, the, you're, the likelihood of these three guys being healthy, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. unlikely. But I, I'm not as down on it, I guess. I get the 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 simple premise that when you're playing with LeBron, you just want the guys to surround the perimeter who he can kick the ball to. Um they still need a shooter or two or, or something in there. But yeah, again, just like New Jersey or New Jersey, just like Brooklyn, if those three three are healthy, come what are we talking? May, definitely top two. They are three. old and it does feel five yeah. years to for the, for it to be uh, the the best it could have possibly been uh, with Westbrook on the Lakers, it, uh, you know, because that was rumored 
what it feels like a sure. decade ago, right? That is an yeah. LA native that he would get back there. It feels a little bit too late to really see the best of what it could have been. But yeah, yeah but it'll still be a- energy wise, he's got these tops. I mean, highlight machine, triple double machine. Good sign. He should have broken. He should have broken down a half a decade ago, right? They like right. the Derrick Rose theory, or like, well, Lamar Jackson's not going to make it for long because look at all the examples. You can't play that style of ball in this era. And Russell Westbrook, if nothing else, deserves the tip of the hat for the the nature that the 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 style that he plays with. That he's thirty two, I think now, and he's still playing that way is uh, is Ridiculous. remarkable. People because he was injury. Remember when early on with OKC, it was like. Yeah, look, he's already getting hurt so much. He's never going to survive. Here he is at 32. Yep. Hey, Sheck, I got to remind you that Crown Royal believes being a royal fan means staying safe, generously supporting your community, and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That's how to crown your game day. Let's give our Crown Royal Athlete of the Week awards. Let's do it. Back to soccer. Oh, you know how I love the men's soccer. (laughs) I bet Mexico last night. Shame on me because Miles Robinson, U.S. men's soccer team, 24-year-old, plays for Atlanta United, scored the winning goal, the only goal. United States wins the Gold Cup, upsetting Mexico in Vegas. In Vegas, Shaq. And the team went back to my friend Ken's suite there, the uh, hangover suite, and to celebrate. He invited him. No, that didn't happen. But (laughs) Miles Robinson takes his shirt off. not as exhilarating as uh, I've seen this in the past, but he took his shirt off. U.S. soccer is back. And look at his Wikipedia page. Um, one of the things says he is Mexico's daddy at the top, which I don't know. They may have to do a 23andMe to confirm that. I don't think for sure he's Mexico's daddy, but he did. He was the big winner last night. And my crown royal athlete of the week, Miles Robinson. Congratulations, Check. How say you? I am uh, excited for the regular season of pro football. August is upon us, though, and I can't wait for the real football to start. Until then, enjoy your August superstars, everybody. We are into the preseason now, the month-long lie for your eyes, a distraction from what the reality is going to be in a month. Aaron Rodgers sits over my shoulder. You're unlikely to see him playing any meaningful minutes. TJ Watt barely even touching the practice field. The smart coaches know this is a time for borderline guys to break through. Um, The highly paid running back on his redemption tour in the best shape of his life. I don't know if you hear about these storylines. the, the, the young man out there who just keeps making plays. He was a practice squad guy, but who knows? He's a, he might break through. It is all nonsense. It is all a grand Civil War reenactment, just like when you go to Gettysburg and you see the Confederate soldier sitting on a horse and he's drinking a Diet Mountain Dew. These things are not right. Same thing. Like, wow, those uniforms are the same. This looks like a real football game, but the running back's white. There are little tips like that that make it so... That you, <laughs> you're excited for the regular season, but in the meantime, right? Enjoy, enjoy the uh, the 15 minutes of fame that uh, that these bums are about to get. There you go, white running backs. That's a big tip. And for more tips on how to crown your game day, visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. All right. Oh, you know what? Does Hard Knock start this week? It's usually the first week in August. I'm so out of it with this uh, Vegas weekend. It's Baby very face. hard Look to tell because it it's August? 17 it... weeks now. I don't know what what the hell oh, goes right, on. Right, it's going right. to be confusing. Yeah, maybe it's pushed. A, maybe it's pushed a week. But it's a Tuesday, and it's usually the first Tuesday in August. Is this is probably is it is it going to be August 10th? Is that what it is? I guess we could find out. 
Anyway, I'm not. Our not teams are playing, Sal. What are we betting, man? Well, did, was it was Billy Davis a wide receiver out of Pitt? Why do I think he was yes. a wide receiver? He was out of it. And this is a yeah. guy who would light it up every preseason. I'm not kidding. He'd have like four touchdowns in preseason. I'm like, oh my god, it would never crack the roster. So that's a great example of. Uh, <laughs> of a million. Just, I mean, again, uh, gets excited. Like, can't wait to yeah. see this kid once the thing gets going. Right. <laughs> Settle August down, 10. everybody. 10 p.m. Let's talk baseball real quick. I mean, that's, you know, when you go to Vegas, you hit the sports book in um, late July, early August, and all the Olympic action is in the middle of the night. All we had was baseball to bet on. Dodgers and Yankees and the Giants make huge moves at the deadline. The Cubs sell off their whole roster. I don't know that we'd seen anything like this with the Cubs. I know the Marlins did it after they won the World Series, but Anthony Rizzo, Homers for the Yankees right out of the gate. Javi Baez, homers for my my faltering Mets. Um, Chris Bryant, homers for the Giants. I don't know. I don't love it. I, I know uh, I benefited. My team benefited from the, the baby picking the carcass of the Cubs and everything else. But this is what I love about football, right? You don't see it week 11 teams um, just. Well, uh, you're seeing it more, though. Gnawing. We're what, seeing in, it more over the last few. I mean, not trade deadline specifically, but there are late season ads that kind of have been swinging pro football a little bit. And I'm with you that I guess, I, but, but not every not team's no. best players. Right. Yeah. 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 No, uh, but uh, it's I don't every year it happens and how you get there. It's kind of like in a weird way. The Milwaukee Bucks fan doesn't give a crap about mm. like, I don't care if the. Brooklyn Nets were hurt. We're the NBA champs. You're not going to bring me down right now. Right. Same thing, Eddie Spaghetti and Yankees fans now. They unironically like, all right, Yanks, we got, we got the, we're, <laughs> we're back, we're back into this thing now with uh, with our big, like, you went out and and ransacked other organizations in baseball. I, I kind of don't hate the setup because a salary cap, there's a funny paradox that goes on. I think in our um, in, in the United States of America, if you haven't noticed, mm-hmm. some people are accusing other one half of the country accuse the other half like you want to be socialist. But the same people who say you want to be socialist as a negative, they love the socialism of pro football, that there's a salary cap. What shouldn't you kind of like baseball like the that the Yank that the big city uh, coastal teams go out and they ransack the Midwest teams and just take their best players. And, and then nobody ever bats an eye that that's how you win in baseball. Is it's it fine. The I think like- ultimately it's not great for the league though. Um, and, and then the, and then because you have teams banging on garbage cans and, and trying to cheat their way to the top. <laughs> I <laughs> agree. It's r- ridiculous, but, uh, but yeah, I can't believe that the Yankees fans or whoever, are like, yeah, we look. What'd you do? You went out because you're you got deeper pockets than anybody else, and so you just went and took the best players. Well, as off long the other as you team. can do it, do it. Yeah, Yankees, uh, and now the Dodgers. Um, so I guess Trevor Bauer, we're not going to see him anymore, right? Um, Deshaun Watson could work out with Houston, but Trevor exactly. Bauer is fine. Okay, we're not going to see him anymore. So they go. Trevor Bauer is going to play safe practice safety for the Houston Texans. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Right. So the Dodgers are favored now to win this at plus 320. Um, the Astros plus 480. The White Sox plus 600. The Giants 10 to 1. So the Dodgers plus 320. The Giants 10 to 1. The Dodgers are three games back of the Giants. It's weird how this works out. The Rays are red hot. They're 11 to 1. Um, I don't know. Mets are 12 to 1. And the Yankees, Spaghetti's Yankees. Spaghetti, are you happy with the Yankees at 27 to 1? 
Or is this? Well, I mean, like I said, uh, all along waiting for the deadline. Deadline was good. They feel pretty confident again. There's a new boost energy. I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to the World Series, but I'm glad they went for it, at least to make the to make the push. And if you need a dinger, I mean, Rizzo's got to be your guy, too. So uh, we're, we're back in it, baby. <laughs> That's we'll the intrigue. The That's the what? intrigue. Like they had the balls to go for it at the day. Dave wants them to get rid of their top <laughs> prospects for people. And they make sure like, why must it be upset if they made a good deal? They ripped off the Cubs. Like it is the Cubs didn't ask for their top guys. They got good guys in return. Like it is. I'm, I don't, I don't get what, yeah. I don't get your point of view on that. Because it's, uh, you know, it's not the Yankees it's, fault. It's the Cubs uh, fault. Okay. But you know, you, it's like being excited that a heavyweight champ beat up uh, a welterweight. Like, yeah, of course, it's a, it's an uneven, it's an un, a, a fundamentally unfair fight. And then also the heavyweight uh, three weeks before the big fight also gets to start juicing. Like, it's like it's so unfair. It's outrageous. I, I I don't know that we need to be up in arms about it because it is. <laughs> I, I like the difference in sports, like I always say about college football, that it was different than everything else. Like salary cap pro football, but baseball just completely out of whack. Like, yeah, if you're a big spending team, just go get whatever you want at the trade deadline and you're uh, magically a contender and the fans don't seem to care. Baseball Either way, it's like, we did it. We went, Cashman did it. Balls, dude. That guy's got balls. He traded some 19-year-olds for some known entities that no one else can afford. All right, Yankee. I think there's less of that, or maybe I'm uh, I'm starting to hang out with more uh, mature, uh, you know, developed people. But there is, I think, a little less of that since they since they've been they they've been doing it for so long. And uh, again, they should. But I don't understand like how some of these teams, like the Dodgers, still have a farm system to get to make trade. Right? Like, how do they still for years? That's and a good years question. Years now that, that that's what I don't understand. You still have to give something up for it for the other team to be interested for the nationals or whoever to be interested in. And then, the, then there's the Mets who have a uh, unlimited money and they signed this Kumar rocker or they haven't signed him uh, from Vanderbilt because he has elbow problems. This was their first pick in the draft and worse yet because they allotted uh, all so much money to him over $4 million. They had it like pick scrap players the rest of the way. And this all could have been avoided if they took out an insurance policy. Is this right, Babyface Almond? Did you see this? This is an, another nonsensical Met move. Really is uh, something else. But you're, you're worried about the Pirates not having a farm team, Joel. This is exactly what right. Joel's worried Dave about. Worried walking about walking around Las Vegas in his New York Yankees ball cap. How do the Pirates don't have a farm system? They've made so many. They've made worse trades than your <laughs> fantasy team, Sal, honestly. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, see, somebody who doesn't keep up with the times, obviously the Pittsburgh Pirates have one of the top three farm systems in all of big league ball. Soon all those assets will belong to the Yankees. You know still. what? We should send the Pittsburgh Pirates triple A team to the Olympics every year. That's what we should do. Why, <laughs> are, we, why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we, you know, let the other team celebrate. Big they might deal. go 500. They, they probably play <laughs> 400 ball against the rest of the world. Yeah. So. Take that Japan. Um, what was I going to say here with the the baseball? I don't even know anymore. Pittsburgh. Oh, sh- I oh, do Jake know. Degrom. How about your boy Degrom? No, I mean, terrible. who's going to win that shit bag division I, now? We're talking about it about how he's going to win MVP and everything, and now he's not. He's out till September, and I think he is like a plus six forty now to win Cy Young. I don't want to misspeak here. Where is this? Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Where the hell is he even? Oh, he's plus nine hundred to win the Cy Young. Walk sure. Well, how's he going to win it? He's no, he can't do it. 
I don't he's know, not even going to meet the minimum standard of starts to be eligible for or the innings. ERA. Well, I mean, you're always eligible, right? Uh, is there a minimum starts for Cy Young? There is. That's why he doesn't register among no, ERA leaders. Be. A relief pitcher could win the Cy Young. How could there be minimum starts? No, there's 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 minimum starts for the ERA title, so he won't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not for. I'm sorry, not eligible for Cy Young. I'm just saying he's not even eligible for a chief. These bets. I know. I'm just thinking if he has five good starts in September, but it ain't happening because they're they're baby. Whatever it's going on. Walker Bueller favorite now, three to one to win the Cy Young. Zach Wheeler. That's funny for Mets fans. He'll is four to one's right behind, and Kevin Gaussman also funny four to one. Who's uh, your bet for the to NL East? Uh, Well, I think we hold on. I think oh, the do. Mets hold on. Yeah, I just think everybody else is. Um, no, everybody else is junk too, right? Yeah, really crap. But um, anyway, we'll move on from base. I do want to know, Joel. Do you, you know you do wear this Yankee cap everywhere? It doesn't matter the size of the event, the prestige of the event. You wear the. Yan- do you have one Yankee cap, or do you rotate? Is it like like because like even Laverne had uh, she had the L on her on her sweat sweaters and sweatshirts, but she had many of them. What do you do? You have one. No, I'll rotate them out, and uh, it was it was very hot in Las Vegas. I probably should have brought more than one. Um, hot, but yeah, it's yeah. very. Uh, oh, you sweat. sweat your hat out? Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yeah. how many Yankees caps do you have? Probably like Ugh. there's a rotation. There's a rotation. Probably like uh, six or seven. Wait a second, sweet <laughs> Jesus! How bad do you sweat these hats up that you need six or seven? And why Yankees hats anyway? Is a Another philosophical bad choice, and so I, I, I wish upon you a, a, a horrible stench in each of those hats. But I, I very strict. <laughs> it was hot in Vegas, so I should have brought more. I'm, you know what? I may ban you from even being allowed to watch the Steelers this season. I may not uh, allow it for your behavior. Your I'm ongoing gonna get a, uh, poor behavior. I'm going to get a Pirates. I'll get a Pirates farm system. One of the well, minor league listen, team Jack, hats. We've so all we had that dream. Tie support game, their incredible the farm teams. Yeah. Babyface Solomon takes his cap off, sweating all over you. Bases loaded. <laughs> On FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences. FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit. If your first bet doesn't win and it only gets better from there, check out Fandle's new promo. Oh, Dinger Tuesday, $5 Dinger Tuesday. Place a $25 or more wager on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max $25. Yes. Spaghetti, this is your thing. I hope you haven't lost. You know, we go to Vegas. This might be like when the guy joins the the, uh, home run derby. And then can't get a swing back for the rest of the regular season. I hope this midseason um, break didn't screw up your your reputation as the five dollar dinger king. Are you, you I, I didn't ask you to pick one. You're gonna pick one on minus three, right? Five dollar dinger Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, and I can give you one. I mean, I, I was looking give you around. We got the whole Yanks got a bunch of sluggers <laughs> in it. It's Murderers Road 3.0. Look out, 2021 Houston Astros. Here come the pinstripes, baby. I'll give you Rizzo here. I'll give you Gallo tomorrow. Is that what it sounds like? Uh, I, I don't think so. Dave is upset. The Yankees made a smart move because he wants smart. to like. 
whatever. I'm ignoring that. Um, I was looking around to pick someone else. I know people have been chirping too many Yankees picks, but how can I not pick Anthony Rizzo? I mean, his first three games, he's five for nine, five runs, two home runs, three ribbies. So I like uh, Tony Rizzo to uh, mm-hmm. to send one yard. For they, the they play Tuesday. I got to think. So now they this do. Is they okay. do. Yeah. All right. That's what a smartest. <laughs> Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code Extra Points to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Extra Points. I tell you, I, I think uh, Spaghetti could hit one into Monument City, whatever the hell they call that area there in uh, Yankee Stadium. I'm taking a look at him. God please bless loan him. Eddie Spaghetti. Please give uh, Babyface Joel one of your headbands. Apparently, he's got a sweating <laughs> issue that uh, needs resolved. Sheck, let's do our Monday picks. Best right. bets. We talked about U.S. Spain basketball. I think we could see this live on the West Coast at 9.40 p.m. Wow. I don't know if I'll make it, actually. I had a 4.30 a.m. And a, and a 5 a.m. Back-to-back check nights in Vegas. You know, it's sad when we're walking back to our hotel room at 5 in the morning and some of our buddies are wheeling their luggage, uh, uh, racing to get to the lobby to catch a cab to make their East Coast flights. Like, oh, wow, I'm a, we're losers, right? We're the losers here. Or I, felt a, I don't know. I did feel a little bit bad uh, about myself when we were seeing people literally <laughs> deport depart for the airport as we were heading to get uh, two and a half hours of sleep. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was funny. I'll tell you this, though. Uh, for Monday night, I mm-hmm. am uh, going to follow Harry's lead here with his guy, Robbie Ray and oh, the Blue yeah. Jays. Um, six and one against the spread. Uh, over their last seven, um, given uh, one and a half to somebody called Eli Morgan uh, and the Indians take, who's been atrocious, by the way, Eli mm. Morgan has uh, personally um, take the Jays in this one with the uh, with the one and a half. Jays minus uh, on the run line, minus a run. And it's a half. not that satisfying a number that you get for it, but uh, or, or a payout that you get. Minus for it, 134. All right, that's an early one, right? That's 308 Eastern. That's. Olympic time in Tokyo. I right, forget it, but that's an early one. Jump on that. We'll uh, put a graphic on up there so you can get that. I'm going U.S. Spain over 179 and a half. Now they had in the, their exhibitions. They played a 177 game, a 154, a 159. I think there was a 188 in there. Then they score 120 against Iran. They score 119 against the Czech Republic. The last two games went over. Take no prisoners, U.S. Spain. Send a message to this the Spaniards who. They themselves scored 81, 88, and 87. I like it, 115 to 80. U.S. men over Spain. That's my Monday pick. What else we got? Let's go good point, bad point, babyface Joel Solomon for the for the weekend festivities from Vegas. Uh, good point, bad point. Well, first of all, I think uh, Dave did make a today a good point about the the Titans having the easiest path in the in the AFC. They're especially now with with Carson Wentz hurt and Carson Wentz he's going to uh he just said he needs to make research uh about this injury before he makes a decision (laughs) it's very personal sorry that was about something else no Um, (laughs) it's one of our friends I got that um oh man the good point uh from the Vegas weekend uh let's see uh probably uh the Wagyu beef and lettuce wraps was a good decision. I, uh, <laughs> my biggest regret of, of this year will not be uh, betting the Milwaukee Bucks when they went down 0-2 and getting more of those uh, Wagyu beef lettuce wraps with the case. I saw him hiding it in his in his uh, cap, Shaq. He was like the 
dishing it out and put in the Wagyu beef in his cabin. It was made it smell made it smell way it was better. Delicious. Yeah. I, I had so I mean Eddie can vouch for me. I had so many of them. By like 5 a.m., my heart was racing faster than the Jamaican women's track team, honestly. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, Sheck, I want you to one place show the food at Major Dome. Our friend David Chang set us up there Saturday night. It was great. It was nonstop. The staff was terrific, too. They were all over everything. Did you have um, three? Oh, my God. Items it was. That you- Oh, what a jump jumped out to you. Yeah. What a delectable, delectable evening that yeah. was. Just uh, filled with, I mean, er, er, the setup uh, of it was that there was basically every direction you turned, there was food to grab. And some of them mm-hmm. were mo- mostly finger foods, but you could amass a grand plate if you uh, if you wanted to. Wind place show, the food at Major Domo. Uh, in the wind spot, it's uh, it's what the place is most famous for, and uh, it lives up to the hype. The short rib is yeah. uh, is what you want to get at Major Domo. That gets the win. Um, in the place was, and I, I I'm not rubbing this in your face, Sal, but I mentioned it to you after we left there, and you said, "Oh, I didn't even see all the sushi and all the fish that they had out there." I don't know how you could have missed it. It was all. Was I mean, the it first went, thing when you walk in. I know. Right. I know. It was like fifty yards worth of different uh, of of different fishes to try, and um, the crab leg with the sauce that it had on it was uh, was dynamite. That gets the place, and then in the show spot, there were a number of sashimi options with a nice sauce next to them. All mystery dishes, all delicious. They tie mystery dish in the oh. uh, show position at Major Dome. I don't even know what it was. I know it tasted good, though. I'll tell you what they did. They replicated a White Castle burger. Did you get that? And they had an impossible version of this, too. And it, I love the White Castle, but I feel bad because I know they're terrible for you. This was like a more upscale White Castle, same size, same shape, everything, the, the, that oniony taste, but really good. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but he did it. David Chang did it. He made it. Was Boy, like, it was really good. And there was, and then at one point in the evening, somebody said, "Do you know that there's a secret room back there where they're serving even more stuff?" And I, I really, and then it opened yeah, a whole like new a chicken world. Chicken and truffles and stuff. There was like yeah. a chicken and truffle thing back there, and I just uh, the whole way taking pictures all weekend long. Sal, if Howard Stern has his whack pack, Sal, right. uh, Sal's <laughs> got Sal's pals. Uh, the, this collection of I don't know what's. And the photographs that we were able to take of like some of like Eddie Spaghetti or Jeff Schwartz or Harry next to some yeah. of the more diminutive ones. And the, right. the, all these people, I was like, I, I was struck over <laughs> and over again by like, ones. I was, I was struck repeatedly by like, I can't believe that, that these are both the same species, spe- <laughs> same species. I mean, like, how is this? These are both the same gender, uh, right. maybe of, of right. creature that walks the planet Earth, and we call them both human. It was hard for my brain to fathom, and that <laughs> and happened then over and over again. You got people like Spaghetti, who I didn't even the non-characters are characters. Were there Saturday night? Spaghetti's smoking this big cigar. He's got the cap on, a hulking figure. Like I say, he was like he reminded. He looked like Suge Knight contemplating who he's going to hang out of a window for not paying <laughs> debts. I looked over there. <laughs> what? So look at I don't Spaghetti. know what. 
I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, Eddie Spaghetti appears in the middle of Saturday night wearing his paperboy cat. Extra, extra. <laughs> Overinflated dope from Staten Island is excited about Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> Babyface, you want to jump in here? What happened? What did you what do you want to say? Oh, well, I'll get to the bad point in a second. It was there was so Uh-oh. much food. Dave came over to us around 1130 and he's looking at the food on the table. He goes to Eddie and I he goes, is, is that a French fry? Like, of course, it, yes, it is a French fry. It looked like he's like, I didn't even see those. He doesn't recognize them when they're outside of sandwiches, like That's separate. Like people treat them as, as sides. I yeah. feel I also the good point. I, I, I didn't realize if did anyone go home with Mario? Because that probably would have been my good point. I don't know. <laughs> I'll if tell they, you, went home with Mario. Doug DeLuca drove. And I'm very sorry. I understand that drive back Sunday night with, that normally takes around four hours was uh seven hours or more. So I apologize to everyone that. And I saw Rob Parker was delayed on his flight with Jim Cunningham and, and that sucked too, but nothing sucked worse than Doug DeLuca giving my friend Mario a ride home. If that was seven hours, I mean, that's to LA, not even home to LA to do stand up. That's incredible. Is there any doubt that that should have been Mario's last night of stand up ever? Oh my God. And, uh, well, the bad, bad point, I, I, I feel I feel bad. You talked about your losses earlier, but we did we did see you the first night. Eddie Meatballs and I walked in around three, and uh, you, mm. you know, the, I, I want to say you hit significantly at one point, and three a.m. Yeah, around three oh. a.m. there were a lot of yeah. chips on the table, and 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 we we walked in right at the and same then spaghetti time. ate them. Yes, <laughs> but then there was a, a I'm not going to say who. Someone walked in. They made a big entrance, and. Uh, all those chips that you had just won. Well, we have coolers. Yes. Yes. And uh, my friend Ken was uh, hovering over and, uh, and and Mario was sat beside us. And Mario is about almost 50 years old, but we got carded at the table. And um, and uh, yeah, I, I did a nice thing, Sheck, where I stacked. I think you had just left. I had the greens and I played a $50 hand and a $100 hand. I'm like, oh, let's see how we can build this up. And it just looked nice. I kept building it up. They didn't color me out. I'm like, oh, my God. This is now 18 inches tall, like as as high as you can make it without it falling. I'm like, yeah, let's let it ride. I think I had seventeen hundred dollars on on the hand and everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? Just from going from twenty five and fifty all the way up. And you're not going to believe this. I lost that hand check. The dealer pu- pulls a three card 20. <laughs> Wait, they just didn't endlessly deal you winning cards. huh? So, yeah, okay, good see, tip for all the newbies. Get. Let's hit the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know exactly how many were in that stack. I know that stack was definitely as tall as Mario because it was, it was very <laughs> tall. And we, Eddie and I, and Mikey, we thought, all right, he's going to walk away. This is a great way to end. And then someone walked in and it it, it yeah. turned right away. I know. Yeah, I know. That's it. You That's can't name the cooler? Well, I think I said, would you say it was Ken? Is that who you're oh, talking about? Ken. I, I couldn't cooler. see behind me. Yeah, I, I know, but it was a, uh, no. You don't want to get sued. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get sued. You. It was an amazing right. weekend. You didn't even get to the roast. There was a roast the first night. It was uh, Yeah, Lada, I guess I have a gas problem or something I have to work on. I know. That came up, yeah. That was um, the, big, the big takeaway. Apparently, uh, the entertainment capital of the world is your asshole, apparently, because yeah. there was a lot of that. Uh, it was a mad, it really was very funny and uh and uh it was a that was a hysterical night. I didn't know. I learned. I thought I knew most of Sal's pranks. We learned that he once um commandeered the cockpit of an yes. actual 737. And th- I mean 
I went crazy when I heard this story. <laughs> I couldn't a believe it. It was collective groan or weird react that the people didn't know. You had to, to hear me that. cackling. You had, because I thought that was just, in, that was, that bar none is that I, I have been victimized by a number of Sal's things. Yeah. You know, I love all the other ones that don't involve me. That's my rule. I love them as long as I'm not a part of them. Sal once in a 737 asked the pilot if he could shake the, the dry, the, the steering wheel basically. Yes. And he shook the plane. He shook mm -hmm. the he shook the goddamn airplane. Seven thirty seven. What in the hell? I can't I can't get over that. It was like a three Mississippi worth of terror. But I, I will clear it. So what happened? My my cousin Jimmy roasted me. In doing so, he actually put fifty stories in a hat and a Mets uh, helmet and picked out of the helmet and then would tell that story. And one of them was how I got on this plane. We we had the whole plane. Jimmy Kimmel Live was flying to Brooklyn. And um, the cockpit, the, the pilot or the co-pilot was a fan of mine or something. I don't know how it worked, but I got into the cockpit. And after talking to them and checking things over for a few minutes, I said, I feel like I need to do something crazy up here. Would I be able to shake this plane? Could I? I didn't gra not just grab the wheel and go. Uh, they said, <laughs> they, the pilot said to me, assured me, he's like, anything you do, I can undo in like three seconds. I said, okay, so can I go like this? shifting way to the left and then like this shifting way to the right. He's like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And there you go. I did it. And, uh, and that was it. And there were people on the plane, like Cleto's father had like a heart condition and everything. It was, it was probably stupid in retrospect. <laughs> now, maybe I shouldn't have done it. I also but. don't think I don't care for the pie. Sal's a lunatic. <laughs> what, what, what's the pilot's explanation? Like, I a little too well, cavalier for my days. Like, I can undo it. I can undo that. Like, are you sure? No matter what, I could do anything. Like, I don't I don't like giving Sal that freedom. <laughs> anything? What might you do? Also, right. shout out to Sal, who had a great yeah. line. I just thought of it uh, two minutes ago when you mentioned Eddie and meatballs. Uh, a great text right after you met uh, Spaghetti. And, of course, Spaghetti and meatballs used to team up on uh, minus three yes. during hockey season. They always team up and we uh, they, they do a hockey segment on the show. And uh, you said you need to change the name of that segment to um, to uh what would you say uh, well after spaghetti and meatballs spaghetti and meatballs and michael yeah because <laughs> i think sp spaghetti is spaghetti and meatballs yes <laughs> toby and i are, are toby and i were talking about that yes that's it it's uh, now spaghetti and meatballs and michael uh michael <laughs> spaghetti you got any closing i'm sorry about the long ride home you and your uh lovely girlfriend Jada were there. Any closing remarks? I just have to say, I mean, it was uh, one of the best weekends I've ever had. I mean, awesome <laughs> job uh, by, you know, whoever put together. I know Jimmy had played a, a big part yeah. and he was running around like a, a madman. It was awesome. Uh, and he was super, super nice to us. But like, it was just great to probably meet you and happy birthday again. And everyone we work with, whether Joel, Meatball, the whole entire Scully family, Mohan, Scott, Max. Um, oh, Mohan, what a disaster he was. It was just, yeah. uh, it was, it was just a really, really a plus time, and uh, it was. I'm glad to be working here and uh, be with everyone. So that was. Oh, uh, you shouted you. out everybody who works at Extra Points, but me. <laughs> well, Dave, I already knew you. I'm just meeting mean, so for the first time, yeah, but I'm. Yeah, but it was. Uh, it really couldn't have been any better. I had. I had the best time. Who was Meatballs. the most ridiculous character? Oh yeah, that's a good. One. <sighs> the most ridiculous. I mean, the 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 <laughs> Mario <laughs> roasting is up there. Uh, I've seen Scott. That should have been Mario. Mario closing the roast. It doesn't get better than that. I think it's right? probably it's Mar should she Mario do, or Scott. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Scott's great too. Uh, meatballs, you, first time in Vegas, but you weren't allowed to gamble really, right? I mean, now we put parlays in for you, right? No, I was gambling. 
I've oh, you put are? some bets down. Yeah, I have some futures down. Oh, yeah, you're allowed to. Why don't I tell yeah, you? I don't know. I'm not that I'm young. I'm so out of it. Yeah, there you go. But that was your first time. What'd you think? Overrated? It was just as I expected. No, not too yeah. much different. And I think Dave is wearing the same shirt he was wearing when I first met him the other day. Is that true? I think so. Shaq, you're wearing you're wearing Friday's shirt? That was my that was my homage to you. Now that you're back uh, 30,000 leagues under the sea on your submarine. <laughs> You know, private uh, meatballs there, doing whatever you do on the sub. I don't know who's got the con, but it was nice to meet you, though. That was fun. It was a good time. All right, let's uh, let's let's wrap this up and get some goddamn Fine. sleep. Uh, everyone out there, how does this go? You may feel like underdogs, but remember, you're all my favorites. We'll see you Wednesday.